0: Hey, this is Ronnie LeBlanc from Expedition Bigfoot, and you're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of And sacrifice, dogs and cats, living together, Cassius
1: Parian! Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal, you are in the Paranomaly... Zone, your weekly dose of all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the very sleepy Mike Carbono. Sleepy. Okay, yes, and I just called you Carbono. Sleepy. <laughs> I, I, I added an extra syllable to your last name for some reason. I didn't mean to do that. But you I, did? What uh, was yes. the syllable? I said Carbono.
0: Carbono. Well, that's the way people usually... Think that it should be. Oh, okay. And there are um, factions of the family sure. that have an eye in there, Carbino. Carbino, ooh. Yeah, which is kind of odd.
1: Yeah, that's got kind of a cool sound and tone
0: to it, though. I like that. There are Carbinos, there's Carbinos, and there's Cars. It sounds
1: like you belong in Goodfellas with that last name. <laughs> yeah, you no can
0: I always thought that, but no, there's no Italiano we in this family. Whatsoever. Don't wanna mess with the no car- the pasta.
1: don't want to mess with the Carbino faction. That's for sure. Hey, but it's good to see you, Mike. Uh, yeah. We just recorded our first two Patreon exclusive episodes from the, well, I should say the Patreon exclusive podcast, Retro and Randoms. We did that last night. Had a blast. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, we'd love to see you there. You can. Listen to all of it and so much more for as little as a buck a month. But man, Retro and Randoms, that was pretty darn fun, Mike. What would you think about those?
0: Well, I tell you, that 50 minutes or whatever that we did for each one, yeah, it felt like about 15.
1: Oh, it flew by.
0: Yeah, it was just crazy. But very good. It was very good.
1: Yeah, the, the Retro and Randoms Patreon-exclusive podcast focuses on all things pop culture because, hey, we wanted to talk things all pop culture and uh just have a good time talking and, and everything yesterday was the premiere episode the topics of the premiere episode i should say was the beatles and then episode number two was vincent kennedy mcmahon because he was well he was making news the other day for for not any mac. mac for not very good reasons so <laughs> but yeah they flew by man that was so much fun and they're totally you think this show is off the cuff and opinionated yeah. I, got, I got nothing <laughs> on retro and random <laughs> so yeah. uh yeah, and it's just gonna get better and better and we had a blast. We hope to see you guys there. Tons of stuff yeah. over tons of stuff over at the Patreon page. And we're gonna add hey, we- more investigative uh, investigative material to Patreon next weekend because we are visiting. Where are we going, Mike?
0: We are going to Whitestone Battlefield Massacre Field.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and we're actually doing it this time.
0: We're this time, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We don't I don't have to meet Patrick in Fargo or Moorhead or Wherever the heck you thought we were supposed to meet. And
1: as I joked last night, I'm going to take off immediately following this recording just to make sure I get there on time, Mike, because God knows I drive so slow. Not up to Mike's liking (laughs) for sure. So I'm going to take off the moment we're done and uh, I should be there in time.
0: So it'll be good. He drives so slow that it looks like... uh, the screen on the computer when he locks up. Oh,
1: come on now. I do not <laughs> drive that slow.
0: <sighs>
1: man. <clears throat> Sorry I'm not a speed a, a dangerous speedster like you is flying all over the place, your hands off the wheel. I tell you, when you were driving, while I was riding with you, you make me nervous because you're in the you're making you're, you're in the <laughs> middle yeah, because of, I was doing
0: the speed no, limit. No,
1: no, 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 no. You were going pretty fast. And also when you you're you're very animated when you're telling a story to me, and the, the car's <laughs> the car's like way, weaving over towards the the right, and I'm like, good Lord, get back in the middle. Mike's yep. just pointing I, at things and gesticulating, yep. and I'm like, oh, yeah. ah!
0: And, and sometimes I do need both hands when I'm gesticulating, so <laughs> yes, I'm steering do. with half a knee.
1: I don't like it. <laughs> I do not like it. I did not feel safe.
0: <laughs> but, so who's dri- driving to Whitestone from here? Oh, well, In my house.
1: Just, just so we have enough time, you can drive. It's fine, but just okay, keep yeah. both hands I'll, on I the will wheel. Be aware, a minimum of one hand on the wheel at all times. Like that's, I
0: that's, will keep aware. Yes, I will keep both hands and my teeth on the wheel,
1: <laughs> and your knees.
0: Yes, and uh, yeah, and then from below, I will steer with my penis as well. <laughs> <sighs> All kinds of hands on there. <laughs> uh, enough of that. Uh, yeah. yes. enough, of that. enough of that. Enough of that. Good lord. Uh, got a good hold on her. Yeah. Yes. Are you done? <laughs>
1: Anything else you want to throw out there? Any other uh, um any other uh, vulgar well, references? You know,
0: well, my penis is like a monkey's tail. Like an armadillo's tail. It just it wraps around and hangs on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just have like the, the
1: worst visual in the history of visuals just go through it's, my mind.
0: Yeah. It's, oh. it's like the foot of an orangutan holding onto a stick <laughs> of bamboo.
1: Uh yeah, Mike's wang has an opposable thumb for some reason, so it helps him out. <laughs>
0: That uh, steering wheel's got a little bit of wang on it. It
1: does add a little bit of wang to it. <laughs> anyway, well, any new listeners that we got due to our Jericho appearance just left right yes. now. So um, I know. Thanks for checking us out, but <sighs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, just hear this on this show. Just imagine what you're going to get on Retro and Randoms.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
1: Oh man, hey, it's we do have we do have a pretty cool topic though. I think it's kind of a cool topic. Uh, it
0: is. It, it it's interesting. It's a. Uh, There's a lot that can be talked about with this.
1: I think so. It's definitely got a creep factor. Definite creep
0: factor to it. It does.
1: Well, we're talking about haunted scarecrows. Now, you may laugh. You may think it's silly, but...
0: uh, You may think that we had uh, nothing we could come up with.
1: (laughs) Which could very well be true. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is a... I I really do like this this idea, this topic, because it is creepy. It it creeps me out a little bit. Um, Before we started recording... Mike, you had mentioned, you know, when you're doing a little bit of research and looking into stuff earlier, <clears throat> that you were finding all sorts of, like, movie references, you know, because there's, like, tons of yeah. creepy scarecrows that are... So
0: many movies. There's, like, billions of them. <laughs>
1: a billion, I'm not quite sure you what? got up to billions, but...
0: Uh, Which does say something. I mean, that's, you know, there's an interest out there.
1: A definite interest, and, you know, we're, we're going to dive into that for sure. There's a, you know, not only is there a creep factor, but a definite psychological... Something's going on there that uh, just kind of gets that hits all the eerie buttons for uh, for us normal humans. You know, there's something purely creepy about a damn scarecrow. I mean, that's what they're meant to be. That's what they're intended for.
0: Yeah, Uh, maybe when we're talking about these uh, movies, I can just kind of name off a list of a few of them, and some of them they sound pretty interesting. Like they should be checked Mm -hmm. out.
1: I have a very vague memory, um, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I have a very vague memory of seeing a movie. It might have simply been called Scarecrow.
0: Oh yeah, there's a couple of them out there.
1: I don't know if it was a if it was a made for TV movie, perhaps. I don't recall, but I remember definitely being weirded out because the scene that's popping in my brain now is that of a person hiding inside of a scarecrow
0: mm-hmm. trying
1: to escape someone. I believe this person may have been kind of a simpleton maybe, or he was, you know, he was kind of, he was, he was an innocent man who was wrongly accused of something. He's hiding out in the scarecrow.
0: Yeah, I remember that. And somebody killed it. Somebody shot the scarecrow. The scarecrow. <laughs> and
1: they give, they give you like his point of view from inside the scarecrow yeah, mask.
0: Yep. Yeah, like you're looking through the,
1: yeah. the,
0: the, the burlap bag over his head
1: and that truly that disturbed me as a as a kid Um, but it
0: ensued into quite a a revenge type thing didn't it
1: i think so man i wish i could pull more details about that but uh hey listeners if you know what we're talking about let us let us know because yeah it's a memory without a name you know what i mean one of those type of things but it, it definitely was eerie and 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 bugged me but um aside from that man just the imagery. Oh, just yeah, the when would that imagery? movie
0: have been that you saw?
1: Uh, I would say eighties, early eighties, early to mid eighties, maybe, maybe late seventies. Okay,
0: okay, let me check this out here real quick. Okay, nineteen eighty one, Dark Night of the Scarecrow. See if this mm. if this uh, juggles your memory. Sure. Are you going to read a little bit to me? Yes. In a small southern town, four vigilantes wrongfully execute a mentally challenged man. That's so but pleasant. after the court sets them free. Mysterious accidents begin to kill them off one uh, by one.
1: That I mean, that sure sounds familiar, doesn't it? I mean, that's kind of yeah. fits my memory.
0: Yeah, dark end of the scarecrow, and on the on the front, it shows a scarecrow with the gunny sack over its yeah. head with the eyes do, eye holes.
1: Do you have like a cast, or is there any actors I may remember?
0: Oh, sure, I bet there is. Because um, I
1: want to say there's, I, I I might recognize a guy who shot him if my memory serves correctly kind of an older pudgier man i believe but i I, again i am going Mm. i'm going astray Mm. i might be i might be merging memories here for that one
0: it was done it was directed by frank d felita don't know that stars charles derning okay robert f lyons no hmm uh oh i gotta let me get into this um
1: I want to say, was let's the see. mentally challenged man, was he, did he end up like on LA Law or something like that? I want,
0: I'm, I'm uh, all over Earl the place Jones. here. Yeah, I think you, let's see, Lane Smith. Um, <clears throat> What was, let's see here. This is Tanya Crowell. Yeah, is, Larry Drake.
1: This is riveting for our listeners. By
0: Larry now. Drake uh, went on to be on that show. I believe that you're talking okay. about his name in the show was Bubba Ritter.
1: And he was the one who was
0: bourbon. Yes. Yeah. He was the, uh, yes.
1: God damn, I, I, I want to watch this movie again now.
0: I remember seeing that, and he played that part awesome, I think, before yes. he was murdered.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Great, great actor. Yeah, Larry Drake.
1: I just remember feeling so bad for him because he was just terrified inside yeah. of that scarecrow. You can hear him kind of whimpering because he's so scared and, uh, oh, I'm getting the willies He's thinking about it right uh, now.
0: And Alice Nunn was in this movie. She played Mrs. Bunch. But when I look at the picture of her, it is actually large Marge from
1: uh, <laughs> there. You from Pee Wee?
0: Yeah, from Pee Wee. Yeah. Oh, there's man. no mistaking that face.
1: Man, what's that called again, Mike? Dark Night of the Scarecrow. Uh,
0: yeah, Dark Night of the Scarecrow.
1: I wanna, I wanna try and find that because I wanna watch that again. Dark cool. Knight. That's pretty cool. were well, able to find that. Uh,
0: well, and then there's a thing here too that's. Uh, um, I don't know. It's a documentary exploring the making of the cult television classic Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. This you need to check out. Did you say
1: cult it, television classic?
0: No, the uh, yeah, the cult television S- classic. So it was so made, wasn't made it
1: was made for TV. Okay.
0: Yeah. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. It says Bubba didn't do it. Thirty years of Dark Knight of the Scarecrow.
1: Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, don't you mean this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please keep it straight. You got you to gotta warn so me So cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Sure. Would you are, you want to watch that with me, uh, Igor?
0: No. Oh, fine. <laughs> pretty <laughs> yeah. interesting. So there, there's a childhood memory brought I like back that. for you.
1: Yeah, that's pretty darn cool, man. Pretty darn cool.
0: 1981, that's the year I graduated high school.
1: Wow. So when I was five in
0: 1981, so. Punk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I just when grew- I graduated
0: high school, I used to kick kids like you to the curb.
1: Uh, yeah, I knew. literally.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then I just yeah, that big Never did. that
1: went, that big pasty white man kicked me again today, Mom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, there's nothing against bullying back then. <laughs> no, I hell tell no. you that. Good. <laughs> I know that for a fact.
1: I know. Unfortunately, I was on the true. hard end
0: of that one. Ah, you <laughs> anyway, I did. So just,
1: I did just turn 46 just a couple weeks ago. So, uh, I'm not so young and punkish no more, Mike. So uh,
0: 46. Yes,
1: sir. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Do You remember being 46? <laughs>
0: Um, I do vaguely. I remember being 46 and keep thinking, God, I'm almost 50. I know. (laughs) Well,
1: tell me about it, man. When I'm 50, one of our kids is going to be graduated and my daughter is going to be, uh, just graduating herself. And then the other one's going to be becoming a
0: senior. So it's like, good Lord. Yeah. And now I now I can say I'm going to be 60 this year in a, just a very few short months.
1: Hey, you know what? Like I tell my mom, I remember a couple. Uh, and well, we're sorry, everybody. We're kind of going to stay yeah, here. My mom, are. she's like, "Oh, I'm getting so old." And I say, "Mom, you know what? Mick Jagger's two years older than you, and he's still touring the country." So there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. She can go be a groupie.
1: Oh uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no! My mom would sit there and chastise them for being naughty, naughty boys.
0: You know. And- yeah, she can help them with their Ben Gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no! Uh, no, well, I'll ask her. I'll see what she thinks.
0: Or Ben can help them with that too. Ben, I don't know. Ben can as well. Absolutely, yeah. Ben can.
1: So, Mike, why are scarecrows creepy? Let I me mean, let's just kind of dive into this. What well, is the, what is the psychological yeah. creep well, factor gotta here? Th-
0: yeah, you got to think about it. Okay, this is out. Where are they usually? They're like either on the edge of or in the middle of a of a field. It's like if if you ever been yeah. out in the middle of a cornfield, cornfield exactly by yourself. It's quiet. It's freaky. There's you hear sounds coming from all over that you you know kind of freaky. But then if you come come across this uh, this dead body looking thing wearing old clothes yeah. hanging on a stick <laughs> in the middle of all that freak freakiness that you're experiencing mm-hmm. already. I mean, they're made. to, I don't know if they're made to look like a dead body hanging there, but they look like a dead body hanging there. Absolutely, they do. But yeah, and especially that you made mean, to look like a human to yeah. scare the birds away. But right,
1: right. But man, some of these things look just beyond bizarre. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. You, you put a lot of effort into making that. I mean, I don't think the yeah. scarecrow, scarecrows are smart, that's for sure. But I don't think they're, uh you know, ravens and all that stuff. I don't. They're not scarecrows. Good Lord, crows are smart, but uh, yeah. I don't think they'll they can sit there and decipher between. You know, yeah. Well, that's but scarecrow. They can. That's that scarecrow is uh not creepy enough for me, you know I think yeah. this it just has to have the basic look so you, that's why
0: you see uh pictures and artwork of a scarecrow with crows sitting on the arms of it
1: yeah, <laughs> absolutely man absolutely so they're well they uh, obviously the imagery is there. I like kind of how you set it up there, Mike you know your cornfields you you can get lost in those damn things oh um, extremely. Yeah, and you turn a corner or you you don't know where you are, you lose your, you know, your awareness, and all of a sudden you just yep. look up and, whoa, there's this freaking thing looking down on you and say, yeah. nope, don't like it, don't like you. I,
0: yeah, I've been in cornfields where you cannot, and there's no way you're going to be able to see over the stocks. I've I've been in cornfields where the corn has been like three feet over my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe been it. I mean, huge. I believe um, it, man.
0: So what you're seeing in front of you, Is what you're going to see until you get out. Yeah. So, do you? Ah.
1: Let's talk about this for a little bit because you know we've covered topics such as you know any number of haunted objects. You know, maybe specifically a haunted doll. One of Mike's Mm -hmm. favorite topics. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Mike just loves dolls, don't you, Mike? Um, Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's uh. Gosh, talk about another potential creep factor. But I I think it's safe to say that you and I. Are open to the possibility of an object, such as a doll or a scarecrow, being quote unquote haunted.
0: Well, yeah, sure. A, a scarecrow is just a, an oversized doll. Absolutely. That's, that's not played with.
1: Now you you might wonder, like, well, why the, that's not played with, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, why would a why would a flipping scarecrow be haunted? Well, why would anything be haunted? There's any number of reasons behind. The 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 potential paranormal connection to these. It's what were they made for? Were there what was the intention behind the creation of these scarecrows? What dare I say, passion and love went into the cre- you know the creation of these creepy <laughs> yeah. freaking um, things. <laughs> uh, there could be malevolent intentions there, uh, my friends. So I'm yeah. not sure. It's. I'm not sure how else to describe it other than, a, the imagery creeps you out. The intentions behind them are to scare, whether to scare humans, scare animals away, and they're just out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah. just all three of those things combined add to this atmosphere of
0: creepiness. Right, and and why did uh, the scarecrow uh, go from being strictly a uh, um, thing out in the middle of a cornfield to scare crows to uh, a very huge, important piece of Halloween costume every year. (laughs) I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. that's probably been going on for how many decades?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Because there's that scare factor there.
1: Yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. You know, one thing that we're going to talk about during this episode Is not necessarily some haunted aspects of it, you know, but they're definite creepy, well, real life stories, real life creepy cases that involve scarecrows. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we dive into the paranormal aspect of it, do you mind if I go through some of these stories, Mike?
0: Hello? I do not mind whatsoever. Okay, gosh. I Go thought, ahead. I
1: didn't hear him for a second. I was like waiting to hear no. him. I was
0: taking a drink of my Diet Coke. Ah, I thought
1: you were going to say you are taking
0: a dump. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> just right there, right now. In I was going to dunk a
0: chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs>
1: So, so far this episode, we get the visual of Mike's wang wrapping itself around his steering wheel, and now the phrase... Like, a, like an orangutan's like foot. an orangutan's foot, and now we get the phrase, dunk a chunk. So, <laughs> very lovely. Mike's on top of his game tonight, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, sheesh.
1: Now, these are all creepy, true stories here. Again, not necessarily haunted. Well, none of these are actual haunted references here, but... The first one that I have, well, you may have heard of this story, Mike. When I was reading this, I was like, I recall hearing hearing this before. Okay. But this story is uh revolves around a man named Albert Engel. And this took place in Wisconsin way back in 1916.
0: Sixteen?
1: Nineteen sixteen,
0: yes. Okay.
1: So I'll try and make this as brief as I can. It says neighbors were impressed with Albert's work, so much so that they showed up on his doorstep to find out how he actually did it. And the work we're talking about here is he created a very realistic scarecrow. And people wanted to know how the hell he did it. Now, when they went to ask him how he did it, his family uh, actually answered the door, and they said that Albert had not been home for the past few days. So the neighbors were all disappointed, and they took off, but word got out about his almost lifelike scarecrow hanging from the tree in the cornfield. Now, the story goes, the next morning, another neighbor was riding by the cornfield when he decided to stop and check out the old scarecrow that everyone was hooting and hollering about. But when I got closer to this scarecrow, Mike, uh, he noticed something was a little off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably know where I'm going here. The dummy scarecrow wore a wide-brimmed hat concealing its face from passerbys, but... When reaching up close, the curious neighbor could plainly see that the scarecrow was actually Albert Engel himself. Hmm. Police recalled to the scene Albert's death was ruled a suicide. He never took off his hat when he hung himself from the tree branch. And it is believed that scores and scores of people had passed by his hanging body, believing it was simply a harmless (laughs) scarecrow.
0: (laughs) I'm laughing, and there's nothing to laugh about (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) Good Lord Almighty. It's like, yeah, where did old Albert go? Well,
0: hmm.
1: I want to take a closer look at that scarecrow right there. Good lord. Now what's going on with Albert? He said so he knows that was this a long plan that he had conjured up in his mind. He's like, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. People like my scarecrows. I'm gonna mess with them. I mean, I I don't
0: know. People yeah, or are did it just organically happen and uh. it turned out that way? I don't know, man. I don't know. There's got to be... That's been, I don't think it was suicide at all. I think... What? The scarecrow from the field over... Oh, oh. ...was really upset about something... Do tell. ...and made his own scarecrow out of Albert. Wow.
1: You're really jumping off a cliff there as far as... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and not surviving <laughs> not the plunge. To, no, <laughs> definitely
1: not. Make sure that noose is not around your neck before you take that plunge. <laughs> Well, you know, we're going to talk about that, talk about that briefly about the idea of not only of these uh, scarecrows potentially being haunted, but being perhaps possessed and maybe mm. manipula- to the point of manipulation, physical manipulation. Uh, mm. There are tales of that. That's kind of bizarre, kind of
0: kind like of an strange. oversized voodoo doll,
1: very much like an oversized voodoo doll. Well, there's one story I read earlier, Mike. It was uh oh, man, I'm not, I don't have the article pulled up. But I think it took place, again, in the early 1900s. But long story short, it involved three young boys who were ordered to create a scarecrow for the, the uh, I believe it was the farmer that they worked for. I don't know if the farmer, if they're related to him or not.
0: Either that or 4-H.
1: Maybe 4-H. Yeah, I do know.
0: <laughs> Very possible.
1: Uh, long story short, they created this scarecrow. And, you know, upon placing it wherever it needed to be and returning Returning back home, they, one by one, were each visited by this Scarecrow. This is supposed. They would wake Mm. up, middle of the night, or in the morning, look out their window, and guess what was peeking in their window? Every damn morning. The Scarecrow. The Scarecrow. Now, is this just pure BS? Is this just an urban legend? Uh, The way I read it, well, not the way I read it, the way it was written made it seem like it was supposedly legit story
0: mm. um i think I, the I, farmer is a is a pervert and he, uh, <laughs> he, he was go. doing this <laughs> no. you see him tiptoeing through the tulips by the kids windows
1: Ugh, carry yeah exactly he's got yeah oh,
0: with the scarecrow it. in tow
1: <sighs> and an orangutan shaped no, i'm not gonna say anything um, <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: okay yeah
1: uh, enough of that, right, Mike? Right?
0: Enough uh, of that. Uh, damn it.
1: <laughs> that is creepy though. I mean that's that's I there's part of me that wishes that was true just because that adds eeriness to you, but it could be just totally made up, but
0: well, could you imagine a scarecrow like that just kind of shuffling along? Oh,
1: oh shuffling, you know, like, I don't down, like that
0: down the street with these uh <laughs> these like these feet of hay trailing behind <laughs> Dragging yes. like leaving little little oh. pieces of straw and hay like along it uh, along the trail.
1: I don't like that. I, I'm picturing yeah. it like hunched over with its like hands dragging on the ground as well. You know, yeah. it's just ugh. Oh yeah,
0: and the hands that uh, there's no hands. There's just hay hanging out, and mm-hmm. and the head. There's no. There's no neck or or stick in the in the neck, so the head is kind of flopping Just, as it's moving the, with each step. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My God, <laughs> that was a visual. But then you know you you hit it with a with a pickup and and it's yeah, done. That's done. Yeah, uh, yeah he's not going to get up again. <laughs> no,
1: but unless of course you you, know, you 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 stop the pickup and you look back to see at the damage you left and this it slowly starts to like congeal yep. again, you know. Yeah, those, yeah, it comes
0: back together. The you know. hay and the
1: straw just all starts coming together and forming this. Yeah, no, don't like it. I get a great story, but I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, this next one is kind of similar. Another morbid story involving a scarecrow. In 1953, a group of workmen were clearing the fields and how do you pronounce that? L L A N G A I whales, Land gain? Land gain whales, maybe? Anyways, they're clearing the fields there. Now they're gathering up old debris and tossing it into a bonfire. Now, at one point, the men found actually an old scarecrow scattered amongst all the debris in the undergrowth. They wrenched its old uh, scarecrow corpse out and tossed it into the fire with the rest of the junk. But as the scarecrow's old, tattered clothes began to burn away, The men spotted, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. No, they spotted...
0: (laughs) Yeah, where has he been? (laughs) They spotted
1: bone underneath the burnt clothing.
0: Bone. Uh, Now jolted out of their
1: humdrum work, the men returned to the place where the scarecrow was found and discovered a skull and a set of false teeth. Mm. Now, it was too late to rescue the dry, burning bones. Police were still able to identify the body from the dentures, they were made from one Ethel Winifred Collins, age 66. And they could
0: tell what Ethel had had blast to eat because it was still stuck in her dentures. <laughs> dried right. and... Dry, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> massive, massive chunks stuck. A little bit of pastrami with some dried up mozzarella cheese. <laughs> oh,
1: God damn it. I'm never going to eat mozzarella cheese again.
0: Damn it. Uh, but with one lone maggot on it. <laughs>
1: okay, come on now. Anyway, go ahead. But sadly, um, Ethel had been missing for several months, and well, she was found,
0: so sorry, Ethel, I, I didn't need to make no. make fun that your Ethel's lost it's, dentures
1: wherever she is Ethel's Ethel's laughing
0: yeah well did there's and there is no was there any backstory to how Ethel could have you know ended up there and put it put into this situation or yeah. she was just missing
1: that's like that I don't know i i i i okay. I, had to I have to profess my ignorance when it comes to that one. I do not well, know. it's one. not your fault.
0: Yeah. I'm just You're I'm, born that way.
1: I'm just naturally ignorant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 that's that's a, that, that's a band name.
0: We're naturally
1: ignorant. We'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: uh,
1: <laughs> this one isn't really creepy at all, but it's just weird and dumb.
0: Well, it's, those are good, too. Yeah.
1: Um, it says here that start this article starts off it says some people should live in homes where there are no neighbors in sight while others are simply too crazy to live next to. For instance, the story of Mary Haman of California who hated the very Haman, sight
0: Haman Haman, Haman,
1: Haman, Haman 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 she hated the very sight of her neighbor Luigi Lugo.
0: So we end up with a Luigi Lugo scarecrow.
1: Well, it's whether it was something he did, how he acted or through no fault of Luigi's we will never know, but his face simply infuriated Mary <laughs>
0: to the point. But she uh, liked the Mario. She liked the Mario, hated hey, Luigi. Mario was okay. Uh, Mario, come and make a spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize. Luigi knows so much.
1: We apologize to any listeners in Italy right now or that Mike is just hey, offending profusely.
0: <laughs> I am doing a Luigi and Mario imitation. You are? It has right? nothing to do with our okay. great friends and All right. greatly loved it. Listeners in possibly that we have in Italy, yes,
1: that's true. Well, yeah, we do actually. That was one of the well, I won't say anything.
0: Okay, say, mention sorry, someone's, sorry, someone's Italians. Sorry. Do, <laughs> <you>? sorry, Italians. We do,
1: sorry, Italians.
0: What is that? Is that a, a political faux pas? I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> I'm a USA, uh, well, so a that USAian. can be an Italian.
1: Uh, man, alive. Okay, I'm so, sorry. So now we have. Dunkin' Chunks, whatever the hell you said, uh, orangutans-shaped wangs, and (laughs) (laughs) apologies set directly to all Italians. So we're on fire tonight. Okay. Woofda! Anywho, she hated his face. She hated Luigi's face. So much so that when he put up a scarecrow in 1911 that looked almost exactly like himself, that made Mary go nuts. So she trudged over to his home, grabbed a hold of the scarecrow, and quote-unquote brained it beheaded it, and tore it limb from limb. The poor scarecrow was eventually totally dismembered, and Mary was arrested for battery. So that's the that's the, the extent of that story. She was
0: arrested for what? Battery. Against a scarecrow? Against
1: a scarecrow. So, Well, I guess you can have battery if it's someone's property,
0: right? Oh, sure. Vandalism? Yep. <clears throat> um, but then, you know, I was thinking that, okay, this is going to end up where it was actually, actually... Luigi dressed up for Halloween to scare the kids. And oh she no, him. no!
1: oh, that'd be horrific.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, my goodness
1: gracious! Ah, so apologies to Luigi and his. Uh,
0: I am really his, feeling bad about about Italy right now. No, that's <laughs> fine,
1: man. It's okay. It's funny. <laughs> they, our listeners, know us that we know that they know that we mean nothing Absolutely. wrong to anybody ever. So, yes. All right, this one is pretty interesting this takes place during world war one in 1914 the first year of world war I. now this story goes the french were on the move but so was the nearby baden regiment the french force knew they had to think fast if they were to survive another day mike the fog was thick and the french realized it could be used to their advantage the men rushed into a nearby field and gathering sticks and other field debris made scarecrows That from a distance Mm. in the fog looked like helpless soldiers. They placed their caps on the stick scarecrows and the men hid themselves ready to ambush the enemy. A few of the French were sent ahead and lured the German troops to the field. At the sight of the scarecrow figures, the Germans charged. As soon as the Germans were well into the trap, shots rang out from three sides. Over 100 men of the Baden Regiment were killed.
0: Caught them in a crossfire. Caught
1: them in a crossfire, utilizing... Damn Jeez. old scarecrows, man.
0: So that that sounds very legit. I could see. Oh yeah, that happening. Yeah,
1: very um, well, innovative uh, war tactic. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting to know how many times something like that would have been used in different wars.
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Computer Mike agrees. Uh, this one, the story here involves a BC Rogers and his wife whom were heading home by horse and buggy one Saturday afternoon back in 1903. From across the river, they saw a boy and a woman standing along the bank. Then, to their absolute horror, horror, they saw the boy lift the woman into his arms and toss her into the wild rapids below.
0: Hmm. The boy? The boy. Lifted the woman.
1: That's what it says. Okay. Barely able to believe his eyes, Mr. Rogers stopped his horses and ran to the water's edge. He looked to find the woman, but he could not see a single trace of her. When he looked up, he saw the boy run off and vanish into the Vermont scenery. Feeling as though he had to do something, Rogers ran to the nearest village and returned with two men to help him find the body of the woman. Still no trace of her could be found. Rogers eventually returned to the buggy, took the reins, and rode to the nearest farm across the river. There, he talked to the farmer and soon discovered that the farmer's grandson had taken the old scarecrow to the river's bank and tossed it in.
0: Of course. That's, that,
1: that was not a woman. It was a scarecrow that he tossed it
0: in. It's like idiot kids, like on top of a bridge throwing a, oh. a dummy down on cars glow oh. that are driving.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah, that, that's, that's horrible. That's absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, more stories of mistaken identities. Stone, stone throws, uh, stone throw away, mistaken identity. I'm just kind of perusing through these incredible rescue. Some of these are creepy. Well, I mean, some of them do seem kind of bizarre and creepy already. The ones that
0: I've shared. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, This one took place early half 1900s, Australia. Uh, Australia littered with scarecrows hanging from the trees because barely anyone took notice of them until they turned out to actually be the bodies of some poor lost souls. It says here in 1924 a boy was searching for his cattle around Smithfield, New South Wales when he came across what he thought was a scarecrow hanging from a fig tree. He told his father about it and the father being wiser contacted the police and returned with them to the spot. There they found the hanging body of Charles Valentine Lamb aged 54. Later in 1935 Boys reported seeing a scarecrow hanging from a fig tree in Klontarf, Klontarf, Queensland. A few days later, a man spotted the scarecrow went to investigate it, and of course he found it to be the body of a suicide victim. A lot of mm. similar stories here, and you know, people mistaking these scarecrows as that, as being a scarecrow, but upon uh, yeah. closer examination, no sir.
0: This was in a fig tree. A
1: fig tree, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It wasn't suicide. He ate too many figs and Ugh. bloated. I was going to say yeah. <laughs> he bloated to death.
1: Say, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, this is a good, this art this last example here. Um, the first sentence: Women scarecrows were seldom made, and
0: and, and not for hanging in a field when they were. Oh, no, that's like, like <laughs>
1: it's like why you know that's interesting. That's kind of interesting when you think about it. Uh, women scarecrows were seldom made in, in the recent past, but in the early 1900s, there were some gruesome reports of very real female scare-者, scare-者, scarecrows. For example, 1906, a newspaper article, Mike, made its rounds throughout the United States, t- <promotions> United States telling of a Hungarian farmer, Eugene Plodzi, who was such a penny pincher that when his wife passed away, he took her body and set it up in his orchard. orchard. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Eugene. It was discovered that he was using her body to scare the birds away from his fruit trees. I mean, what better way to treat your <laughs> wife? Ah, uh, thank God she's finally gone. I can put her to use. Uh, good, Lord, good Lord, Eugene! Now again, this refuse time, to
0: do the dishes, will you? Um, <laughs> I'll show
1: you. Uh, I hope she came back and haunted his ass.
0: Oh, no kidding. Dressed like the scarecrow. Uh, Oh, terrifying.
1: Uh, This example, again, this time in Amsterdam in 1910, it was reported that a farmer's wife had passed away. While the marriage appeared to have been a happy one, the farmer reportedly loved his crops more than her. (coughs) After she died, guess what he did? He dressed her corpse in one of his old suits and set her up in the orchard behind his house to scare off the birds. Oh, of course he did. Now the neighbors spotted the scarecrow wife Scarecrow wife. Two days later, and reported the husband to the authorities, the farmer caught wind of the neighbor's discovery, so the wife was, of course, nowhere to be found. Yeah, because he caught wind of it. He's like, oh, shit, I gotta get my wife out of the orchard. Ugh. Now finally, it says, Elizabeth, a former Pennsylvania native, recently moved to the beautiful state of Massachusetts. Oh, wait, no, that's forget it. That's the writer of the article. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled with Joe Biden right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep, you know, whatever burgundy, whatever you put what on the prompter. What's that scarecrow
0: doing up at the podium talking politics? <laughs> oh. Uh,
1: no, it's, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, that is worthy of making fun of no matter what side of the aisle, political aisle you sit on. But my oh, God. Exactly. That, when you sit there and you you read, literally read out loud everything on the prompter, including repeat the line, you know, continue to <laughs> the <through> next page, <laughs> shit like that. It's like, oh my God. Oh, well. Oh, well. It happens to the best of us, I suppose. So these are kind of interesting and creepy, though, but uh, those are my examples. I skipped a bunch there, Mike, but
0: don't well, mess with yeah, you could go on and, and on and on, I bet.
1: No, absolutely. You know, I just, and, and again, what a <clears throat> douchebag to do that to their wives.
0: Yeah, and more than one story. You think that's, that would be a pretty uh, um, isolated, unique <laughs> event?
1: <laughs> you, you would hope it would be, you know?
0: Yeah. But uh, Boy.
1: I mean, unless the other one took influence from the other, you know, it's like, that was a great
0: idea, buddy. Yeah, Like when they first get married, does something go through the guy's mind? Like, hmm, someday, someday I'm going to find a great use for you.
1: (laughs) Someday. (laughs) I'll find a great use for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's just crazy. But yeah, you know, people are people.
1: (laughs) So, Michael, why do you think a scarecrow could and would be haunted. Let's talk about that for a little bit here. Is there any mm. anything that jumps out immediately to you, or is it kind of the is that basically kind of similar reasons for any object being haunted?
0: Well, the first thing I think of is a is a dead woman being put up made into a scarecrow. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, um, that's
1: that's a great yeah great example. Man. It would have
0: you know it would have to be the right circumstances at the right moment, all mm-hmm. converging on at one time. Like, uh, you know, the making of the scarecrow, maybe the uh, what was going through the uh, the maker's mind. Was it an evil person that had thoughts that an energy that he put into this thing? Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, that
1: was the bone, wasn't it? That was Macy. That was Mary's bone.
0: (laughs) No, that was Macy's bone. You should see you should see Mary's bone. You should see that thing. No, I I (laughs) Sorry. This, this has got, like, uh, Patreon content going uh, on here.
1: A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, sorry uh, about that, listeners. No, that's okay. What are you, a couple of nitwits? I, I think so. <laughs> I think so, Henry. Um, well, one thing that popped in my mind, I guess it's more of a question, uh, shocking. Does the physicality, now open your mind a little bit here, Mike. Does the, uh, get your thinking cap on
0: It is. the thinking scally is on. The
1: thinking scally is fired up and ready to go. Does the physical creepy appearance of a scarecrow make it somehow more susceptible to a haunting? Does that sound bizarre?
0: No, it sounds great. Because what if uh, everybody that comes across it and sees it just throws that fear energy into it? As soon as they see it, it's like right from their eyeballs to what they're looking at.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great point. And, uh,
0: that 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 energy that's put into that scarecrow from each person that has that fear that
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of a sudden you know comes around the corner of a whatever of a cornfield or whatever and sees that. That's that a great point. Some energy put in.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. Mm.
0: Uh, why not? You know, if it's not me. It's the Scally.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, because we've talked about that several times about you know. Something perhaps being imprinted in in an, very an area. much imprinted, yeah. Very and you know for very, you know for emotional reasons maybe you know such a you know, terribly tragic occurrence happened, and the mm-hmm. emotional leftover the the energy mm-hmm. residue so to speak is left there. It's imprinted there. I can see this, like you said, Mike. There's perhaps so much fear conjured up by the sight by the imagery of this object. Why couldn't it? Why could right. not it not? Imprint itself somehow. Now, could it sure. do, Could it happen so much to the point of the object itself uh, being able to manipulate itself uh, somehow, coming to life? Um, I love that idea because it's creepy as hell. I don't necessarily think that's possible. No, <laughs> but, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's okay that that we don't think it's possible, but man, well, you know, again though. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna reach uh take a step back. Okay. Who are we to say that it is possible?
0: Right. We're we're just conjecturing here. So oh, yeah. you know, we are putting our thoughts into it, and mm-hmm. you know, who are we to know for sure? I mean, we believe in energy uh causing uh a residual haunting for crying out loud. In that is a... Uh, um uh, you know recorded in time in a certain spot right you know why can't something like that happen to an inanimate object object such as a scarecrow
1: mm-hmm. no i agree I, I i agree i'm not it's safe to say that we don't personally believe it has happened but we are also not totally negating the possibility
0: yeah You and I are just tiny specks on this entire planet and universe.
1: And I'm tinier than you, so I'm I'm the tiniest of the specks. You're the big. I'm working on it. You're the (laughs) no, 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 no. I was making fun of myself there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a mini speck. So, (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Um, what else did I want to bring up here, Michael Carbono, my good friend, my good buddy, my good pal. Okay, Mike, this this just popped in my head. Quite literally just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, we maybe briefly kind of referenced it earlier. And if we did, I apologize. But we're good at repeating ourselves. Um, the idea of something being created, the intention of this creation is simply to frighten, simply to scare, which in a lot of ways, I mean, well, most ways, if not always, is... A negative thing. Is it not? Is scaring something, scaring someone, a negative? What do you think about that first and foremost? Is that purely negative or can it be positive?
0: It depends on the intent. Is it uh, like waiting for somebody to come around the corner and you scare them and they all laugh? Yeah. You know? Sure. Is it... it,
1: uh, But if the intent is good, the guy can still have a heart attack and drop dead.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Is Is it... Is the intent bad... To scare crows away from eating your livelihood and your crop? No,
1: d- definitely not there. I don't think so. Right. I, I, but let's say, let's say this item, this object, was simply well, these stories we read earlier about flipping Albert Engel, who killed himself. Yeah, he, right. he was creating these scarecrows. It's very yeah. realistic, horribly frightening scarecrows. To garner interest, to creep out people. So if something is made, see, Macy has her thoughts now. If something is fabricated with the intent to scare other humans, does that add to its likelihood of somehow becoming a haunted object? For lack lack of a better term, haunted object.
0: That is taking or putting that negative energy into that. Again, yeah. Yes.
1: The intentions are there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah,
0: that, that, in, that, you know, even, evil intent as it, it manifests as an energy on the object that's being.
1: So is that, is that object made. in a way then haunted by its creator?
0: Hmm. Created or uh, it's haunted by the energy created by the intent yeah. of its creator. Hmm.
1: So, so therefore it would.
0: Yeah. That could be uh, said as being haunted. Because of its creator,
1: because the material itself doesn't have a say in it. I mean, you see where I'm no. going on this? I mean, it's this stuff doesn't have a doesn't have a conscience. <laughs> you know, it's it has no idea it's being made. Mm-hmm. And then you know, perhaps this energy is captured because of the well, the not so good thoughts of its maker. You know, right? So,
0: well, think of a scarecrow being made. Uh, For a specific reason of that. Yeah. By somebody like John Wayne Gacy or Ed Gein.
1: Good Lord Almighty.
0: You know, and they're making this uh, this scarecrow to, uh, for whatever reason that might help them in their Mm -hmm. line of uh, what they do.
1: I just had a horrifying thought of the possibility of when you mentioned Ed Gein and we all know what he did. Uh, and if you don't, we did a sick and twisted on this. I was going to jokingly call him a wonderful individual, but I can't even say that, jokingly. Uh, by this sick, sick, and twisted man, I, my horrible thought I had, Mike, was his little trinkets, his little toys, his little mm-hmm. creations that he yeah. had in his house, are they somehow, sadly, tragically, forever affected in the afterlife by what this man did with their
0: remains? Not in the afterlife because, uh, I would hope not. I think the energy that comes from the physical is just whole and, uh, complete and, um, has nothing to do with that, uh, yeah. that physical form.
1: It's just, it's the the thought of your body being absolutely desecrated, you
0: know? Yeah. And you have, there not- could be, there can be ghosts that are really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. They're just, could just you like, imagine
0: all of the, uh, the people that Ed Gein had killed and taken parts and skin parts off of them, all of them come back to Ed Gein, take those pieces that were cut off of these people and they their ghosts cut the pieces that he took from them off of him Ooh. and replace them with these dried up pieces Ooh. that he took from these bodies. Just as a revenge, man, that's morbid. Keeping him alive throughout the entire process. Wow,
1: sounds like Mike's had some deep, disturbing mm. thoughts going through his. <laughs> I
0: mean, that just came to my. my no, I know, I know. My it. head when we were talking about that. All these parts and pieces that he took off of, of bodies. That, uh, yeah. Anyway, go listen to the episode. It was yeah. pretty awesome. Oh God, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess kind of similar, well, not necessarily similar, but I'm also thinking back again to Albert Engel and about him creating these realistic, these realistic, um, scarecrows and mm-hmm. eventually he hangs himself. And so yeah, he obviously yeah, to ob- become one himself. Yeah. He wanted to become one himself and he, he obviously had mental problems, unfortunately. You wonder how deep and how much he devoted himself to the creation of these wickedly eerie, you know, yeah. scarecrows, you know, and. How maybe it was uh, just doing that made him sink deeper into his yeah. his depraved mind. I guess you know
0: it'd be kind of worth checking into uh, his story and see how much research and uh, info can be brought up on that for an episode.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: Going into the backstory of of this guy.
1: That hell, that's hmm. a possibility. For What's sure. his
0: name again? Let me write that down. I get my note yeah. thing here.
1: Uh, Albert. Angle an angle is E N G E L. Albert Engel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, it's time for compare and contrast. Uh, compare and contrast time, boys and girls. Okay, Mike, say your yeah. Say yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Which, well, which ones? Okay, now we have. To, now we have to try to confuse our listeners. Which ones? Which one's computer and which one's Mike?
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, I did that bad. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, see, it gets tougher and tougher, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the more you do it, the more I can kind of yeah. <laughs> hone in on that that tone.
1: <laughs> uh, before, we run anyway. out of, before we run out of time here, I wanted to clarify that story I shared earlier today about those boys and um, the scarecrow that they were supposedly haunted by that kept on appearing at their window. Right. Uh, that is actually that is an urban legend, and it goes by the title of Harold the Scarecrow. And this
0: Harold the Scarecrow.
1: Harold the Scarecrow. And I think this might be the basis of the Scarecrow story in the book Scary Stories to Tell in the
0: Dark. But I think they should have called him Monty. Monty. But but Harold, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> and the scary stories to tell in the dark, I think, was made into a movie as well. Um, it's a children's book, but the movie made the, the stories pretty darn creepy. But to clarify, so this happened a long time ago on a farm in Edmonton. Story goes, two brothers lived with their grandparents, okay, and every day they had to work in the cornfields. But, of course, the crowds of crows were always um, there annoying everybody, and so the, the two brothers had to chase them away all the time. One day, one of the brothers suggested that they should make a scarecrow. So they got to work. They named the scarecrow Harold after their old neighbor who had recently died. Well, there's a bad start right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, unless it was made with honor. Uh, the two boys laughed as they made Harold's black beady eyes and his evil grin. They sat up in the field and walked away very satisfied. That night, the two brothers were bothered by strange noises coming from the outside. One of them joked, it's Harold. But after a while, they both fell back to sleep. The yeah. next morning, they found Harold leaning against their bedroom window. But they convinced
0: themselves. a tra- trail of hay behind it. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, but they somehow convinced themselves that it was just the wind. It was just the wind. <laughs> now, this happened for three straight nights. And they woke up every morning to find Harold now in different places. Uh, this began to creep them out and give them the spooks, obviously. So uh, one day, the two brothers were walking to the pasture to milk the cows. And when one of them said, We forgot the milking stool. None of them wanted to go back to the barn for the cornfield was across the barn, and good old Harold was right in the middle of that cornfield on their way. The older one finally said he'd do it and left. The younger brother waited at the pasture for about a half an hour before he headed back and searched for his brother. As he walked back, he worried himself about old Harold, saying, What if Harold got him? Nah, he told himself. As he neared the barn, he heard a thumping noise, looked up to the barn roof, and there was Harold trotting around a dead, torn up body, drying it in the sun. You know, urban legend, more than likely. uh, Any basis of truth behind it? Perhaps.
0: Um, Yeah, but, you know, it could be true, but why, you know, if they're afraid of this scarecrow thing, you know, if it was me, just keep a match on (laughs) you. (laughs) Easy. <laughs> you know, wait for a warm, dry day. You know, well, yeah, I mean, like, just you like to... a squirt bottle full of gasoline and a match. <laughs> I,
1: it, and I just thought of that too, but maybe not so much because you don't want to burn down your entire cornfield, or you know, or the entire town.
0: <laughs> the, well, the, yeah, the but would you rather have town. that or be have some scarecrow? You know, yeah. circling around your dead body. I don't like torn that.
1: up. I, yeah, that's not good.
0: Screw the cornfield. Well,
1: maybe, <laughs> may, well. There's got to be a water well yeah. around there somewhere. Couldn't you throw them down the water well? Well, no, then the damn water well would become haunted. <laughs> I yeah.
0: suppose. You know, burn up a cornfield. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to have popcorn for everyone.
1: Oh, yummy. Yeah. So With a, with a tinge of scarecrow. A yeah. l- a little <laughs> Feeling a little peckish for scarecrow. Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> a little peckish.
1: Peckish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now a little peckish for some scarecrow.
1: Hey, I like that word. It's a good Yeah,
0: word. you put a little scarecrow, get a peckish <laughs> in the in the pie, and you'd be fine.
1: Well, okay, we're talking about we're saying peckish way too often, so that's that's time to wrap it up, uh, Mike. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Uh, sincerely, I mean this. Um, this is a, a it's an interesting topic. How much we buy into it? Um, that's for our oh listeners, yeah. listeners to decide for themselves, and they can probably figure out what we where we stand on it. I definitely think yeah. it's a possibility for sure. Yeah, uh, and why just, would it, Why wouldn't it be? But you got any final thoughts, Mike?
0: Yeah, well, you know, you just uh, you know dive into it and try to separate reality from fantasy, and just see where you end up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom from Mike yeah. Carbno. <laughs>
0: Words of wisdom. Have
1: you, what What was the last scarecrow you've seen in real life?
0: Oh, geez, um, I don't even. Probably remember. the one that was all he wanted was to look for a brain
1: no kidding yeah that's that might be the same <laughs> you know, for me too man
0: i just don't i don't i mean i live in farm country yeah and i travel all around it to, Mike, you know, for, for a long for, Mike, i never
1: you, i just i had a great idea when we are on our uh, road trip to whitestone you said there's a couple of spots along the drive there that we may be able to check out you said there's maybe an abandoned church that not saying we're, gonna, it is. we're not going to do any illegal stuff here, everybody. Just no, no, no. There.
0: Um, there, there's no illegal stuff, but on the road that I go to to see one of my patients down this road, if well, the road that I take a right to see him, but if that exact same intersection, if we take a, if I take a left, that's taking me to Whitestone, six miles down that road. Okay. So it's right in that area, but if I, you know, if I'm going towards where my patient lives you can see these trees and as you're driving and getting closer to these trees, you start seeing the top of something wood coming. It's it's coming, you know, you're seeing more of it as you drive. And then it gets to where you see like this wooden cross, old and, and weathered, you know, just like it's just sticking above the trees. And then as you keep driving further, you know, you, you see the steeple and the and the bell tower. Cool. and and then you see the front of the church, or most of it, and it's kind of—it's uh, probably about a quarter of a mile from the road. Okay, you can get a really good look at it, and it's just so awesome, weather beaten, ah, I love very that. old church. And when you when you get even with it when you're driving, there's a road that goes to it, but it only goes so far, and then it's all overgrown where you can't. Hmm. They only mow it and keep it clean up to a certain point, and then sure. You can't drive up to it, but if you keep going and you take the first left, I was figuring that when we go out there, we'll take that left and see if we can get around to the back of where this church is. There might be a road back there. Okay. So we, if we can check it out, we will. Um, if, uh, you know, like, of course, if it's post or anything like that, or, you know, like, we're not going to do anything right. like we, that we shouldn't do, but... Maybe we can get close enough to take some really cool pictures of it. Who knows? But
1: Absolutely. It's Definitely. just
0: really, really awesome. So we will see about what we can do with that. And I'm there's a lot of little old country cemeteries around. We could, you know, stop at a couple of them if you wanted to. And
1: oh, Absolutely, man. So,
0: yeah, it'll be a great day.
1: You know, and As long I was, as you
0: make it out there, yeah. out here.
1: <laughs> well, I'm leaving immediately following this, so I should, yes, I should get there. That's right. Um, I was thinking, you know, if we had time... Yeah, uh, we don't have to go, you know, trolloping through the cornfields, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hand in hand, skipping away. Yeah. But uh,
0: yeah, if I only had to brain, maybe him and be singing you know, the heart singer or whatever.
1: Maybe we'd be lucky enough to come across a scarecrow. Wouldn't that be kind Very of hard. Wouldn't that be kind of, cool
0: of? nice oh. think, The thinking that the think.
1: Sorry, <laughs> to think of uh, you know, perhaps stumbling across a scarecrow after doing an episode solely based on potentially haunted scarecrows? That would be mm. cool. I think that'd be cool.
0: I'd like yeah. that. Yeah. So. And I tell you out there there's a lot of corn.
1: Well, sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: and so. uh yeah, and it's yeah. Corn's coming up good out here this year, so
1: I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a good uh a good day for uh paranormal
0: Oh, it's going to be awesome.
1: Well, thanks Mike for making this work. I appreciate it. I know you're going to go yeah. do some grilling
0: yourself here. I just Yeah, I got a big old steak I'm going to throw on the grill. Very nice. Very nice. I just got there. Mary and I are staying up a little bit later cuz the uh, new episode of 90 Day Fiancé is on.
1: I heard you say that earlier. Yeah,
0: Mary Mary's <laughs> been into that for a while and then then I started watching it and it's like, man, I got really sucked into this. Wow. wow. This idiotic show where these people are all <laughs> a bunch of crazy nuts. Trying to get married to some, you know, somebody that they don't know from another country, which from another country is a great thing. Yeah. You know, um, Macy doesn't uh, you know, agree the culture, either. the culture uh, combinations are, can be wonderful, but they don't know each other and the cultures can be so different. And boy, do they clash.
1: Did you want to no. go on? Did you want to say anything else about it?
0: No, <laughs> I, I feel like um, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but this was a great episode. I I I enjoyed it.
1: I hope it was fun. I hope our uh, listeners, you enjoyed it too. Uh, Final thoughts for me. I definitely think it's possible. I I absolutely 100% believe in in haunted objects, the possibility of haunted objects. Um, So what would be different about haunted scarecrows? I mean, to the point of them being able to, quote unquote, come to life or manipulate themselves and move around from... They'll go lean up against kids' windows and scare the shit out of them. (laughs) To to that extent, I, I don't know, but... Who's to say? We do not know for certain. but uh, Just remember the
0: gasoline in the match.
1: Yes, please do. You'll please be fine. <laughs> well, Mike, on those uh, final words of wisdom, what do our paranormal pals need to do?
0: Oh, peace out, everybody.